what's up, everybody? This is Ruben I would never give up my microphone. Here, grab that real quick. My vessel is magnificent and fierce and huge. I have one pair of skinny jeans, and I'm going to wear them every week just to piss you off. What is your name? Ruben J. It doesn't matter what your name is. I'm Christina Grimmie, and uh, this guy's awesome. You're tuned into On Air with Ruben J. Mike. What? On Air. With Ruben J. I may have deserved that. At this time, I would like to welcome my guest to the show. He is one of the leading actors on Hulu's show, Casual. Please welcome Tommy Dewey. Tommy, welcome, man. I appreciate you doing this. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. You know, one thing that I, I want to start out by saying, man, I am really, really bummed out that this is the final season of this show. Um, this is one of those shows that, personally for me, I, I I kind of stumbled upon accidentally, like literally accidentally. I was on a plane and it was playing. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was playing on like they offered free Hulu shows, and and it was like I, I everything else I was like ah this oh this looks interesting, and I clicked it, and I was like oh this is great. I it was hooked within two episodes. I was like oh my god, can this flight just go for six hours so I can watch? I think at the time there's three three seasons available, uh, and I was flying out of the, out of the country, so I didn't have access to Hulu, so I had to wait a whole week and a half before I can watch anything else. So. I'm very bummed about this show being, uh, you know, ending at the end of the season. What are your thoughts on on the show ending after the season? Well, you and me both. I'm also bummed, but that said, I, I think I think it was, I, I think it was the right size series. If that if that makes any sense, I think 44 episodes was about right for us. You know, it wasn't a show. Though, it wasn't a gimmicky show. It was very, um, you know, a, a very character driven. Family dramedy, um, and I, I think Xander Lehman, who created the series, would tell you the same thing. That that um, if you're lucky enough, um, you know, you get to make the show you want to make, and I think he really feels like he did. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose there was some way we got to kind of keep it on life support and extend another series, but like, you know, it, it was it's not it's not soapy. People aren't um, you know falling down elevator shafts. So you, you've got to keep the stories really real, and I think that the the four seasons suited our show, but I mean, I need a job now. So I, uh, <laughs> I am, I, I would have shown up on that set uh, with those wonderful people for, you know, forever. Um, but I, I guess all things uh, must come to an end. I, 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 another thing I should say is that it's, it's so rare that you get to uh, end the show knowing it's ending, you know, you usually wrap and say, you know, see you next fall, maybe fingers crossed. Um, and so it's this weird, staggered morning process when uh, when your show goes away. But this one, you know, we were writing to the ending. We knew we were shooting the last episode. So um, it really that that last week was heavy, uh, and in the most bittersweet way, we were we were sad to be leaving it. I knew we were leaving it, um, but you know, all those emotions were kind of useful in in in, in the work of acting as we as we wrapped up and the and the characters. You know, said goodbye at the same time we were saying goodbye to a really great cast and crew after four years. Yeah, you know, and one of the things that I I I think that you know, like you said, like you know, forty four episodes, four seasons. You know, it's really you know a, a tight you know uh, uh, offering for people who want to watch something that's really easily bingeable. Which, by the way, it, it's 
100% easily bingeable. Uh, I was hanging out with a friend the other day, just for the listeners, and she's like, I- I've seen everything on Hulu already. Like, w- I'm like, have you seen Casual yet? And she's like, no. And we literally watched all of season one in like the four hours that we were hanging out, you know, and she was sitting there and she's like, I am, I am hooked oh, on this great. show. Um, yeah, it's a show that kind of, uh, it, it gets it gets under your skin. I mean, I, I obviously can't watch it without all kind of weird. I, I, I'm too close to it, you know, but I think what I hear more often than anything is, um, you know, there's a couple things in that um, uh, pilot that kind of keep you going, and then four episodes in, you know, you can't you can't go to sleep. But uh, it's just it's and then that's a credit to the writing. It just kind of sneaks up on you and stuff that's set up in season one comes back in in the middle of season two. You know, it, it, it's a show that showed a lot of patience. Um, and again, while it's not super flashy, uh, you know, come chase the shiny object kind of show, I think. Um, I think it's more rewarding because it's not. It, it rewards um, a, a careful viewing. Um, but I'm also glad to hear that you're, you found it on a plane. I think <laughs> I find a lot of stuff on a plane. So I, I didn't even know we were doing this airing on planes. So this is great news. Yeah, it was it was the weirdest thing. I've never seen a, a an airline offer you like free Hulu access on on their airline. I was like, you know, and at the time I was like, I I didn't subscribe. I I literally I subscribed to Hulu just for the show. Um, so if if that means anything to to you or the executives at Hulu, uh, like I literally you know landed when I landed back in America, I went on to Hulu and like subscribed just so I could finish watching you know at least the the first season one and then you know make a decision on on the rest of the seasons. But you know. One thing that I did really, you know, I, I was going to say a second ago was that, you know, w- with other, you know, comedy shows that are a little bit more flashier that they do long seasons on, you know, there's always like a dull, a couple dull seasons in between, you know, the really good couple, three, four, five seasons and like the last two or three seasons, mm-hmm. which is kind of like you just watch it because, oh, I really like the show. It's on, you know, every Monday night or whatever. And you, you just kind of, you know, you, you just do it out, out of habit. You know, with this show, there, yeah. there was no you know, not really an opportunity for there to be like a dull season. You know, it's like you either got it or you didn't, you know, pretty quickly. And if you didn't, you'll get, you know, get around to it eventually. Um, with that being said, man, you know, I'm, I'm about four episodes into season four. Uh, so don't spoil anything. Uh, you know, don't spoil anything for me on that, that aspect, but you know, for seasons one, two, and three, what, what do you think was like your favorite moment, uh, you know, in the show? Because this show definitely has a lot of, uh, I, you know, it's not very overt comedy. It's very like sneak up behind you comedy. Like it just kind of like some of those things where it's like you sit there and you just like can't help but to laugh. Um, so, what was one of your favorite yeah. moments from the show in, in the first couple seasons? Oh man, that's a great question. Um, and, and there's there's so many. I'm sure I'll get this wrong, but there's um, you know an episode that stands out from season three that I bring up a lot just because it was so different. And it's and it and it, it's a good one to bring up because it shows that a um, you know, the kind of show that Hulu was willing to let us make. They, we, we did a very Richard Linklatery kind of episode two of season three, directed by Carrie Brownstein. And it's just me and Michaela walking through the streets of Burbank and oh, stopping yeah. at our old high school, the place we used to get tacos. I mean, that was so fun to shoot because it was, I mean, night shoots can be kind of brutal, but in that case, they were not at all because it was just me hanging out with some of my favorite people. Um, and um, and I like that episode. I like the challenge of that episode because on the on the on the acting side of things, you really. I mean, walking and talking gets really boring really quick if you're not if you're not engaged. 
and doing your job, really keeping the moments sort of alive. So that felt like a fun challenge. And of course it ends with a big emotional wallop, which is when we, um, say, you know, spread our dad's ashes over the, <laughs> over the hills of Burbank. Um, um, that stands out just in terms of the experience of shooting something that was a pretty special few days. Um, but there's all kind of good stuff. I mean, there's that whole run of the, with the dog in the first season. That's such a metaphor for how, how I approaches life. The dog, those dogs are so adorable. <laughs> Everybody in the castle needs to leave as well. By the way, it's one dog, but it's played by six dogs. Oh my God. They're tough. Hey. That's, um, that's funny. I just think of all the killer guest stars we had coming in and out. Um, the, um, um, I mean, another moment that just feels like what would be my experience of, of working in like a, a modern tech company. You know, he, Alex goes back to work, that whole run of things. Um, would certainly be what would happen to me, you know, just being, being a few minutes behind what's current and, 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 and technologically, you know, um, up to date, um, seeing and sort of try to enter the workforce in that way. This whole Sarah Finn run, I'm, I'm, I'm rambling now, but when she redoes his house, is that moment he walks in the house and looks over her shoulder and sees that she's kind of put all this shit, modern furniture in the house. Um, I should say on the whole that for me, it was um, so great to work with. Casual became a a sort of playground for these great indie film directors, many of them women who uh, make make these incredible movies and wanted to just spend a couple weeks playing around in television. And I think it's a testament to Helen Esterbrook and, and, and Jason Reitman and, and again, Xander, the folks um, behind the curtain that produces things that they, they set up a show that, that um, rewards creative, inventive filmmaking. You don't have to, you know, it's not just a master in close-ups. It's, 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 there's some cool shot making in the show. So um, to get to go to work with, with this um, murderer's row of directors was, was, was just great. And all the way up to the end, um, so um, that's that's my twenty five minute answer to your simple question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I would rather have a twenty five minute answer that that served the purpose than have a two second answer that made me be like he didn't answer the question. So I, I appreciate you uh, going into detail. Now let's talk season four because season uh, four. Hey, hey, let me say this: you haven't finished yet, and I don't want to spoil it. But I, I'm so I love how the season the series ends. I love the last two episodes. That if you if you were if to, to give you the quicker answer, the the most fulfilling work I think we did on the show was the last two episodes of of, of the show, just because it, it it there was so much on those those episodes to bring it all home, to to sort of stick the landing on something we'd spend so much time and energy on. Um, so I can't wait for you to feel free to follow up with me after you watch those two because I can't I I I am. Um, those were special for sure i'll definitely i'll definitely reach out and maybe we can do like a a follow-up podcast once i finish season four or something to to to, that we can do like a you know an actor's take on on the final season or the final episodes there um but you know uh let's let's talk about season four real quick um because it's it is out it's on hulu you can go and watch the whole season four right now if you want um which which i again if you have not watched this show i i cannot recommend anything more than casual on Hulu, you're going to, you're going to love it. You absolutely. And this isn't me saying this because, you know, Tommy's on the phone and he's one of the, you know, he's 
essentially the lead, you know one of the lead actors on the show. I'm saying this because I truly enjoy this show. Um, so the thing that I, I took note of because at first I was honestly I was confused as you know holy hell when I saw there was like a two year old baby as part of the you know part of the cast because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember you know towards the end of season three you know. Um, the the lady that I, I remember the the character's name off the top of my head, but you know she was like, oh, I'm pregnant, and this is, you know, and then all of a sudden season four starts, and there's a toddler. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, uh, massive uh, time jump here. Yeah, that I wasn't I think expecting. She's four. She's very small, but I think I think Carrie um, played played by the wonderful Lucy Wong is is, is meant to be four. So okay. we we had flash forwarded uh, roughly five years. Yeah, you know, which was an, an interesting thing because I I don't remember reading about that being part of the you know the plot going into season four, but you know it was a, it was a nice surprise, and it was really cool to see how. Uh, which first of all, you know the transformation for yourself as a character. You know, you know you looked great going from season three to season four. You know it looked like you you slimmed down and you know cleaned up a little bit for the show, which was like really cool. Um, which yeah, I've been trying to do that all along, but I wanted to be kind of slovenly, and finally I was like, come on, guys, he's got a kid now. Surely he's gotten he's gotten his act together just. Ten percent more, so they let me shave and get me shaved. <laughs> yeah, which, which, but you know what? The one of the things, like I appreciated the, uh, the 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 attention to detail there because it was like very much, and it looked like Alex had finally kind of did start getting his shit together, and like the the child did help have you know help him kind of grow up a little bit, and then it looks like it starts to fall apart as you know this other character is introduced, uh, I believe is Jeff, you know, and you kind of see oh Alex is still being yeah. the overprotective, you know, which is understandable um but yeah going in you know season four uh you know do you remember like reading the scripts for the first time and what were your initial thoughts were you know going into this season um yes i had well xander and i had had that conversation about just just physical transformation i um uh, it's funny i have that i have that terribly patchy beard again for a movie right now but i actually like in my day-to-day life i'd actually like shave the beard the beard bothers that a lot of me um so i was like come on man surely i can shave so that was something we knew going in i knew that there was going to be a a, a time jump um and at some point pre-production it was revealed to me that um you know that, that ray and i were still together and we had um um and, and the kid you know um had happened and, and was living with us. Um, and then I'm funny with these scripts. I so enjoy reading them. I knew it was the last season, but I, um, I don't read them until the last minute. Um, and, and the last minute, it's a you very know, Alex thing to do before you, yeah, I know, I know. Is, uh, and by the way, there's plenty of overlap there. Um, <laughs> hopefully in the best words, but the, um, um, the, it's usually right before the table read. So a few days before shooting. So of course I do all my homework that I need to do, but I, um, I have access to them much earlier than, um, um, than that. And I don't, and I choose not to read them cause I'm such a fan of it. And I put off those last couple for a really long time because I knew it was the last couple scripts I'd, I get to read. Um, I, I think the thing that stands out to me that I think it's so remarkable. And again, it's the credit to the writing is that, um, I, I still see Alex in it, just advanced five years, and the, and the, the, with the the biggest shift, there's a couple big shifts in this last season. Again, I won't spoil anything for you, but the first one that um, that's no secret is that he's got a kid, and for the first time, he there's a there's a living, breathing human being who is 
entirely dependent on him. Sure, Val, his sister, has been, they've had this, this weird, complicated codependency for their whole lives, but now he literally has to feed and Dave's one. Um, and so it, it forces him outside of himself for the first time. So, you know, we're looking at the same Alex that I've loved playing for three years and then, and then filtering it all through this new paradigm, which is that he's, he's got a kid and there's, and there is one thing that can make him truly selfless. Um, as he goes through his day, I mean, if you're if you're four episodes in, you you see that there's plenty of selfishness still in him. He he hates not being loved back, you know, um, and so all that's still going on. So, it, you know, it's easy for a show to you know, just on the level of character jump the shark and say, oh man, we got to keep it exciting, and then you don't recognize the characters anymore. Yeah. You know, with a, with, a, with a time jump or not, all of a sudden you're like you. you uh, it, it, you can be tempted by those inconsistencies because it'll be fun or flashy or something, but you can't unring that bell. And I just, I just tip my hat to the entire writing team because it, it never did that. I felt like I played the same guy, a very interesting, complicated three-dimensional guy for four years. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I, you know, again, like I said, I, I appreciate the, the attention to detail that that writers have to have. You know, especially with shows that. You know, it, it doesn't take that long to go through, and you know, especially if you binge watch. Like one of the things that I've always loved about binge watching is like you can watch an entire season in you know a day and a half if you have nothing to do. You know, and you can get to the point where you're like, oh, I know these people. Like I'm friends with these people, even though they're fictional characters. But you know, it's very very easy to 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 div you know to to pivot the character a little too much, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, like you said, you know, you you can't recognize these characters. One of my favorite scenes so far in season four uh, i think it's season uh, episode one or, or episode two where the big family dinner happens and uh you know valerie's, oh, yeah. you know, valerie's nervous and you know you're sitting at the end of the table with this you know really cute woman and starts talking about earthquakes or something and you start freaking out about earthquakes get up and walk away from the table just mid-conversation <laughs> yeah. and you walk into you know your house and you just start you know you have a bunch of stuff and you just you know you know well not you but Alex, I guess, technically, but, you know, saying, you know, hey, so what about earthquakes? And have I told you I love you? And you turn around and there's this, this man just sitting there and he goes, hello. (laughs) (laughs) I laughed so hard. Um, Now, uh, over the last, you know, three years, you've been playing this character. Uh, What's one thing you've learned about yourself while playing Alex on, on casual? Oh, that's a great question too. I think, um, I was thinking about this the other day that um, I think, and he doesn't do it properly or politely or anything, but Alex can't help but ultimately speak his mind. <laughs> um, whereas I probably, I probably keep my mouth shut to a fault. You know, even if something's eating me alive, I won't bring it up. Not that Alex doesn't have certain demons that are, are buried and rarely raise their head, but if it's, you know, we've seen him in a work environment. Or, or in a, in a dating environment and, and he'll trick himself for, for only so long and then he has to, then the kind of truth comes out and he, and he will, and, and, and I think he's someone who's ultimately, you know, very forthcoming about what he thinks and feels about a situation and, and he, even if it makes a situation worse, he'll say what's on his mind. Um, so, uh, you know, I, it, I don't know if I've learned that about myself, but I, maybe, maybe the, the better phrase was, is that I've taken a lesson from Alex in that respect, and like you know, if something's eating you alive. Maybe, maybe bring it up again. In the world of our show, it comes out sideways at the wrong time, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but uh, I, 
I think on in terms of what you know I do professionally, I learned that I uh, this is maybe a dumb answer. I learned that I want more of that. You know that something that, that playing this character allowed you to uh, you know each day was so different, exploring so many different things emotionally and comedically. There was physical comedy. There was dry, subtle stuff that I really loved. That almost. Uh, you know, dry British sensibility, like a little line or a word dropped here and there suddenly under the breath. Um, uh, there was there was great dramatic moments, and so uh, I think I, I think it's the, the the bar has been set terribly high now. But in the meetings I've had in a couple months since we've you know um, since we wrapped, is, is I want to know you know if it's if it leans drama, if it's an hour long piece. I'd say, how much humor do you want to bring to this? Uh, because I think um, I think shows, and, and by the way, TV is getting so much better about this. But five, you know, six years ago, it was there was drama and it was all a little too heavy and a little saccharine, and there was comedy that was all a little too sticky in my mind. Uh, yeah. TV has really done a nice job of blending those two things, but um, it the, the job was so rewarding. It's focused what I'm looking to do next. Not that I don't want to play a different character in a different world with a different tone. It's just I want there to be that much variety within the next job because um, it was it, there was there was such variety in, in in playing this guy with these other great actors um, year to year. Now, uh, being an actor, uh, you know, I have to ask you this, um, you know, because as a podcaster myself, you know, I listen to a lot of different podcasts. So, what are you watching as an actor? Uh, that you would recommend to somebody who that's maybe off the beaten path, maybe not a you know a mainstream show, maybe something off of Hulu that that you're watching as well. Uh, do you have any recommendations? Uh, that's such a great question. I, I this is a, a boring answer, but I had never finished The Wire, so I went back and 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 now inter- now I'm starting the fifth season of The Wire. Um, so uh, I, I I knew it was a phenomenal show just never made my made way around to finishing it and if you want a master class in storytelling i mean that's it um acting too i off the beaten path i've weirdly gotten into the nordic noir like uh crime series like not english language series um and i'm, I'm going to blank on all the names of them because i'm on the spot here but but they're they are on the streaming services and they are you know danish and um, well, it's not really Nordic, but there's a there's a uh, a Belgian show called The Break, I believe, that just great acting and super dark. <laughs> um, so uh, you, you can't you can't you can't swallow them all at once because they're heavy. But um, the um, I, I enjoyed just seeing these people that I brought know these great European actors that I didn't know just crushing, and I didn't bring any preconception to the table. Uh, it, was, it was really interesting to go on that journey and watch all this great work with people that I didn't recognize. Um, if that makes sense, it was, it's just nice to just to take that ride because you're not bringing anything to the table. Like when you, you know, I don't know if you see if you see Jack Nicholson and stuff, and there's you, you know you're you're bringing the experience of having watched him for 30 years into this. so that that was. Um, an interesting ride I took a few months ago. Um, I love Fargo. Again, that's a popular show. It's not off the beaten path. But I, any, anything that is a fully realized world in terms of tone and style, so hard to do. So, but something that feels completely true to itself and um, 
um, a little off kilter, like a Fargo, like like what they do that show. Um, I, I find myself drawn to. It's funny when I'm working on a comedy, I seek out really dark stuff, and I don't know what that says about my psyche. It probably just trying to balance it out. <laughs> um, right, and I think it's probably the opposite. If, I, if I'm working on something heavy, I, I, I just want really, really silly, you know, garbage just to, to clean the um, clean the palate, but. All right. Well, uh, for those who are listening right now that have not had a chance to watch Casual, in you know, three sentences or less, what would be your pitch? Why would why should somebody watch Casual on Hulu? I think if you, I I think you should watch Casual on Hulu because it's uh, it's an incredibly dysfunctional family. Uh, a, a fact that we never betray. Uh, we are we are honest. We we are we honor that their dysfunction um, to the very end. And I think you will you will oddly find relief in it because you will recognize yourself and your siblings and your parents in the show in a way that you haven't in other shows. Uh, we don't sugarcoat it, but we do make it funny so you can enjoy the ride. Yeah, I will say that you know, being somebody who, who's watched you know almost every you know, practically every episode that has been available up until now, uh, you know, as you watch the show, you'll sit and you'll be like, "Oh man, I know somebody who's just like that." Oh man, I know, I know somebody who's just like Valerie who who would do something like that. Oh, I know a you know a tech geek who would do just what Alex just did. You know, like yeah. it, you're definitely going to find characters that that you'll you'll connect to. Uh, Tommy, thank you so much for doing this, man. I really appreciate talking to you. Uh, and, and my my only regret uh, with this series is that uh, I didn't find it sooner, so I would talk to you more. Uh, you know, a couple times over the past couple years. But I definitely want to connect with you again once I, I finish season four, and we can talk more about it. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, casual uh, and and don't follow you particularly, where can they find you on on social media? I'm uh, at Tommy Dewey says on both Instagram and Twitter um, and nothing else. So any any other platform, that's that's a poser. Um, <laughs> the um, you're not I, I will, or In closing, I will. I'll say the great thing about who I, yeah, I I hate to even find it sooner too. But what I love about working with this company and the streaming world in general is shows are evergreen now. You know, like yeah. the first few gigs I had, I wouldn't know where to go find them or watch them. You know. But now it's it's just there and I, and it's and it's complete. There's 44 episodes of you know consume at your own pace. But um, that's that's been neat knowing that it'll just sort of be out there. Perfect. Well, all four seasons of Casual are on Hulu. Go stream it now, Tommy. Thank you so much. I will talk to you soon. Sounds great, man. Thanks so much.